Hello and <coughs> hello and welcome to Profiles in Risk. This is your host Tony Canyas, and today I have with me Jonathan Broder, who I met at InsureTech Connect last year, uh, yeah. towards the end. But somehow you were memorable enough that that I do remember this specific conversation after I met several hundred people, basically. Um, and, and Jonathan, thank you for joining me today. For first of all, happy new year. Yeah, likewise, of course. Um, and so, so the the more I, I learn about Jonathan, the more the more that I that I look at your LinkedIn before we start recording, basically, Jonathan is is a tech enthusiast lawyer would be a way to put it. Yeah, uh, trying to disrupt the the way that the legal side of uh, of claims. Is, right. is, is handled in a very interesting way uh, through a couple of different efforts. Uh, right. So, so somehow you've launched more than one company in the legal tech space, all of them kind of playing with an insurance and, yep. and uh, all trying for a single mission. So, so anyway, uh, we always let the guests uh, g- g- give the elevator pitch. And, and in your case, I, I think like, how did being a lawyer lead you to do what, what, what you're doing and what is it that you're doing? Uh, I mean, what led me to all this is that I had no interest actually in being a lawyer. I mean, um, you know, and this kind of goes into what I, the story I always tell um, about my companies is that, you know, I always found it so inefficient, you know, the depositions, discovery, you know, if you're a problem solver, then you probably should not be a lawyer right? Because it's all about the billable hour. It's not about actually solving the problem. And that's just not how my mind works. It's not how I think. And, you know, I'm always like, you know, how can I find a solution quicker, faster, and more efficiently, uh, which is the antithesis of being a lawyer. So, you know, I only practiced for a couple of years. I did, um, you know, I did do contingency work, not personal injury. I actually did securities litigation. Um, Then I was a legal recruiter for several years. And then, like you said, I started my first company in 2010, um, which is the My Motion Calendar and Vortex Legal companies. They're the same, uh, just different brands, which, you know, we've got a network of 11,000 lawyers across the country that attend hearings, conduct depositions, and provide contract work, do contract work uh, for lawyers, law firms, and corporate legal departments. So, you know, that's kind of how I got started in all this. Okay. Okay. So, 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 so Vortex uh, was kind of deeply technical, right? The, the, uh, the, uh, and, and then you, you move on to, to what, what you are at ITC for, right? Wh- yeah. Which, which is zip claims slash sell for free. So, so yeah. So when you met me, yeah, so when you met me at InsureTech Connect, I've been working on I've been working on zip claims and settle for free for three, almost three years. So it's been a long time. Obviously, the pandemic delayed that, and then getting through the regulatory issues uh, was another, frankly, a whole, a whole another year. And the concept there is how do we disrupt personal injury lawyers? Right, um, they're the ones that kind of control everything, right? Because the more they advertise 
the are my uh, emails popping up on this? I should probably nope. close. <laughs> no, I, I I can't see your screen. Only you. Oh, that's good. Okay. Well, I mean, there's nothing bad to see. I just want to make sure that it's not. Yeah, no, I, I can only see you. Um, okay, sorry about that. So so um, so personal personal injury lawyers. Uh, right. So they're the ones that control all of this. Right. So I would go to all of these conferences. I've been with work with insurance companies for years and you go to all these conferences and they're like, you know, how can we control or reduce legal spend? You know, legal spend is huge. You know, Chubb spends three billion dollars a year on legal. It's incredible. Um, you know, every major carrier spends billions of dollars. And, you know, a lot of them are trying to come up with small ways, you know, and all of those things can add up to something. But I kind of said, hey, what is the systematic issue going on here? And how could we change it to really make huge, meaningful impact? Right. And that's how I that's when I saw like, hey, it's not driven by the insurance companies. It's driven by the personal injury lawyers. You know, the more they advertise, the more cases they get, the more they file, the, you know, it just floods the system. Uh, and so that's kind of what I said. I said, okay, how can we build a, a flow and an alternative to litigation, an alternative to courts um, that works, that gives everybody the opportunity uh, to examine the case and hopefully settle it? Because again, 96% of cases settle. We all know that. You know? So why are we, again, me being not lawyer-minded, but efficiency-driven, it's like, why are we trying to do this and do it this way? It makes no sense. So the concept is, you know, that we, we are advertising, we are right now advertising um, in Florida uh, on billboards and radio and internet and all these different places saying, hey, here's an alternative to hiring a personal injury lawyer, paying 30 to 40% plus cost, which is very expensive. And, um, you know, saying, hey, come to our platform, which is, you know, zip claims. And uh, we're going to use data analytics as well as our experience as lawyers and as claims professionals to say, hey, here's what your case, here's a reasonable range of what your case is worth, right? That should sound a lot like a CarMax or something like that, right? Kelly Blue Book, something like that. Um, and that's the goal. It's, you know, there's got to be better, more efficient ways to do it. And that's what we're, out, you know, we're setting out to do. So, so basically, you, you offer to 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 the injured party yep uh don't pay 30 to 40 percent of, of of your settlement to to a lawyer that that's the the reality is is, is there what you're paying for mostly is marketing not lawyering right and and, and yeah. uh, what and what you're trying to buy is expertise in, in how much your claim is worth we can get you that expertise right Basically and we can do it faster, right? Especially with COVID, like getting to court right now, good luck. It's going to take three to five years because everything's backlogged. So if you want a fair payment quickly, then you come to zip claims, you know? And listen, it's not appropriate for all cases. It's not appropriate for all claims. And you know, I'm not naive to that fact. Um, it, and also the insurance company has to be willing to, you know, participate in it. And if you need to litigate liability, then you're going to have to lie, you're going to have to litigate it, right? But if you can put that aside and say, "Hey, let's just deal with damages," um, then which you can do in tons of cases, you know. Uh, so, so that's really the goal. And uh, my guess is you're probably going to ask, "Okay, well, how do how do we make any money if it's free? 
um, which it is free to the claimants, you know, and that's the incentive. Hey, here's an alternative. It's free. Come here. We're going to use data and analytics and our experience to say, say, hey, here's a reasonable range of what your case is worth. But we do charge the insurance companies for access to that individual, right? And it's a flat fee. Um, and so it's a totally different model, but the fee that you pay us is like $3,500. The insurance company would pay us like $3,500. There's not a single case that, in my opinion, there's not a single case that the legal fees wouldn't be greater than $3,500. Yeah, the, the, the first, I don't know, 10 hours of less than that, the first eight hours oh. of, 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 of the cheapest lawyers work and, and, and right. you're over 3,500. Right, right. And then you're dealing with cycle time and then you're, you're dealing with reserve. I mean, there's, we all know how complex it all is, um, but this is, the, this is the streamlined version and this is the future, right? Every other industry from mortgages, um, uh, you know, has gone online to a platform that's much quicker, much more efficient. And listen, the lawyers kind of have the uh, advantage in some respects because you have to be a lawyer in order to practice law. Uh, that's slowly changing, actually. There's you know, some different things happening in Arizona uh, where non-lawyers can own part of a law firm. Um, Utah has got some a regulatory sandbox that's kind of changing some of that. Um, but I said, hey, I am a lawyer, so I don't need to worry about that issue. Um, there's you know, other questions that the regulators had about our structure, um, but it wasn't whether we were engaged in the unauthorized practice of law. Um, you know, so we were able to explain to them, hey, this is how it works and, and uh, craft it and design it uh, so that it worked. Okay. And uh, not con content with, with running two companies, <laughs> decided to jump in for, for, for a third effort. Well, you know, they're all related. Like literally I was sitting at conferences with Vortex Legal and said, okay, I got to solve this other problem. And that's what became Zip Claims. And then more recently, I've been, our, our Vortex Legal company has been doing a ton of depositions for an insurance company. And I, as I was looking at it, and it's for homeowners insurance, which there's only so many issues, generally speaking, there's only so many issues that can come up in a homeowner's claim. And I was like, we could apply and develop artificial intelligence and machine learning to this and supplement the attorney, help the attorney, you know, conduct it with suggestions of questions to ask. We could even train new associates with this AI. Uh, and in the not so distant future, this AI could be a bot and conduct the deposition itself, you know? And so that's what we started playing with. And we also added an additional component, which is actually getting a ton more traction than the other one, which is fine. You never know what's gonna hit and what's not, but it's really taking um, deposition transcripts from carriers and doing the same thing that we were doing with the other ones, which was basically um, extracting all of the data, right, and putting it into structured formats. And we're doing that with expert witness testimony. And the idea is to build the first database that's across all insurance carriers that will tell you, if you want to look up an expert witness, you look them up, it'll show you the cases, the types of cases, 
what did they testify? What did they say was, what did they say, right? And it's incredibly valuable and important because carriers could use that testimony to basically impeach that expert um, and basically, you know, then they're not credible, right? And I think that one's catching on a lot more um, for the folks that we're talking to. And we were already like in talks with four or five major, major carriers. Uh, and I think that that's catching on because of the potential that it has to really help the, you know, avoid and deter um, nuclear verdicts um, and, and just the value that it brings uh, to them. Even if it doesn't go to trial, it's incredibly valuable to do, have that information in preparation for the case. So, so yeah, I'm working on a lot of different projects and, uh, you know, this is what I love. I love doing this stuff. Uh, it's a lot more exciting than being a lawyer. <laughs> and what's the name of the, of the depositions company? Uh, Depo AI. So depoai.co. No. Depo AI. Yes, depoai.co. Gotcha, gotcha. And this, this last one does sound very interesting. So, so I didn't spend enough time in claims to, to, to go all the way to, to a, lit, a litigation type role. Never yeah. thought of the uh, of the issue of expert witnesses i have several connections that that are expert witnesses but 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 yeah and i never never thought of how they're regulated sort of how how, how do we make sure that, that the expert witnesses is, is not just being right. a, a uh, hired gun <laughs> yeah, yeah that, which yeah. is what they are you know yeah. i mean they, well, they listen they are hired guns but the problem is how is, do we keep is them honest what, Basically. Right. And that's the thing, right? Yeah. And you do need to keep them honest and you need to make sure that they're consistent with what their testimony is. Um, and that right now, you know, I do know that folks are trying to do this manually, which is absurd. And if you think about one carrier trying to compile all of this information just for themselves, that's a huge uh, task in and of itself, let alone saying, okay, now let's do it amongst all of the carriers or the top 20 carriers, right? Um, so that's what we're setting out to do, which is really building that data hub so that anybody can come in and access a carrier-wide database you know, system for any and all expert witnesses. Um, you know, there's just incredible value there. And uh, I think we're on to something great. So it's exciting. How, how, how long do you think before, well, I, are, are you digging into past data? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, so you could take, you know, you could take your deposition transcripts from 15 years ago. I mean, so long as the expert, if the expert witness is still testifying, then it's valid. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's just unstructured data that you need to extract and organize and uh, you know, put into structured uh, ways and put queries in there. And listen, our data scientist guy, he's the one that really knows all that, right? It's not me. Um, but it doesn't matter uh, how old it is, we can get that information in there. You might even be able to use it to say, hey, this expert witness from 20 years ago on a similar topic, this is what they said. I don't know. I, you know, that's maybe, uh, you know, you could use that as precedent, maybe. I don't know, you know, uh, or at least to say, hey, how come this other doctor on similar circumstances um, came out with a different conclusion, you know? So yeah, there's wonder, a lot of use to it. 
And yeah. either, you know, either way, what's interesting, what I love is that, you know, I'm kind of at that intersection of legal, like you said at the beginning, between legal and insurance, but all in the tech space. And so it's, it's always interesting because, uh, you know, some people are like, oh, well, you're more legal tech. You know, basically the investors I've talked to in the past, if they're like, if they don't like us because they, they focus on insure tech, they're like, you're too legal tech. And if they're legal tech, they're like, you're, you're too insure tech. <laughs> so, you know, there's people out there, though, that are, that get it and are claims tech. Let's, let's call it that. Okay. I think coined here. Uh, I haven't heard of the word yeah. claims tech before. Yeah. Okay. So, so Depot I is brand new. Is, is it full on operational or you're, you're currently building the, uh, the database, basically? Yeah, so Depot AI right now, we are, we've got a pilot going with one carrier where we're literally, you know, processing about 5,000 transcripts. Um, and then, you know, we're building the user interface at the same time. Uh, and then we've got, like I said, a number of carriers that we're also talking to uh, about that. And uh, so uh, those look very positive. Okay. So still early. <laughs> um who 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 is the uh, the client at a, at a carrier? Is is it the chief of claims or is this, is it the chief legal? Like, uh, like, like uh, or 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 is it on the IT side? Like who who's yeah, probably the best person to to? I, yeah, it's in? it's really across the board. I mean, sometimes it's claims innovation. Sometimes it's you know a claims manager, claims director. Uh, certainly, I've talked with many of folks that are high up in, in litigation management. Um, you know, it just, it runs the gamut, you know. Uh, but the, the, yeah, those are the usual suspects. Okay. Um, and if, if, if a listener is trying to run into you in person at a conference this year, assuming that we, we do have such a thing as in-person conferences. I know, right? Are, yeah. are you going to be at CLM or PL, uh, PLRB, at uh, Connected Claims? Yeah, yeah, but we're still figuring that out, to be honest. Um, you know, I've been to CLM for years. Um, I've been at ITC three times. So, um, but the easiest way would reach me through, the easiest way to reach me would be through, you know, one of our websites. Perfect. Then when this goes live, I'll tag you on LinkedIn. Uh, awesome. Which I've got to say, 20,000 followers for almost 21,000 for a lawyer is thoroughly <laughs> impressive. Uh, so, I know all of them. So you've been doing something right when it when it when it comes to to uh, to grow your LinkedIn. Um, yeah. So I'll I'll tag your LinkedIn, get you get you some more followers uh, when it goes. Oh, live. great! And I'll great. I'll include the website for for the different companies. Um, and uh, thank you for for uh, for the explanation. Oh, thank it, you. It, 